0: You're listening to a Big Finish production. Quarantined zone. We have a plague
1: infection.
0: Repeat, we have a plague infection. All contact with this station is forbidden. This is Space Station Nerva. Captain Warner speaking. Next notice, urgent. This station is a quarantined zone. We have a plague infection. All
2: right, Captain Warner, you're relieved. Time for you to get some rest.
0: No, just a moment.
2: You've been up for hours. Well, then I can manage just a few more minutes.
0: I've got to finish this report. All
2: right, all right. I'll get you a coffee. I could definitely do one anyway.
0: (laughs) Right. Let's see now. Is someone there? Hello? I heard a noise. Who is it? The ducting.
1: What's happened to me? Oh! Get off me! Yeah.
2: What is Get up. The... Oh no! Commander! Commander, you need to get up here! It's the plague! Captain Warner's got the plague!
3: Materialize one the other two.
4: Ah, oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's more like it. Back on good old space station, Nerva. So, all we have to do now is find the TARDIS. It's still here. What?
4: Have they done this place up?
3: Mm, it does look a little different, doesn't it? You know, I think this room's a mess. It looks perfectly tidy to me. No, Doctor, a mess place you eat on a ship. Ah, of course. I suppose the plates of food do give that impression. It wasn't like this before. Well, they were bound to attempt improvements.
4: I'm glad they did. I'm pretty hungry. All this whizzing around time and space without a TARDIS really takes it out of you, doesn't it?
3: Uh, Well, judging by the steam, these meals have only just been cooked.
4: Beef, chicken, fish... Pork and fresh veg. Oh, Doctor, we can, can't we? I'm starving. Uh,
3: hold on, old girl. We'd better wait until asked, don't you think?
4: If I waited until asked, I'd be dead.
3: Hang on. What are all these controls for? Yes, automated oven. Ooh, and hot to the touch.
4: Well, this food will be cold to the tongue at the rate we're going. Mm. I fancy a bit of chicken.
5: Mm. <laughs> yes, this looks like some sort of communication system. Control room, eh? That's the ticket. Did you hear there? Hello? Hello? Anyone on duty? Lieutenant Sullivan here.
4: Oh, grikey, Harry, we're on a space station. You're not on the poop deck now.
5: You sure that chicken's safe to eat? Doctor, don't you think we'd better test this food first? Uh,
3: Oh, 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 yes. Consider it tested. Good
5: grief.
4: Come on, Harry, have some. Don't be chicken.
5: (laughs) Very funny. Is there anyone there? Obviously not.
4: You are sure it's actually working?
5: Well, it's bleeping when I press this button. Doesn't seem to be a solar board, though. Doctor, you are
3: sure this is Nerva? Um, Oh, it's Nerva, all right.
4: Where's everyone gone, then?
3: I wonder if we've slipped ahead a few years.
4: Hey, the TARDIS will still be here, won't it?
3: Oh, she'll be around somewhere.
4: I wonder where everyone's gone. I mean, this place hasn't been moth It's clean, well-lit, the food's cooked. Just no one around.
5: Well, I don't like it, deserting the ship like this. And right in the middle of lunch. It's not human.
3: Only one way to find out. What? Eat up all their food. If there's any one human around, they'll soon show themselves.
4: (laughs) See? I made the right choice.
3: This fish smells good. Try some, Harry.
5: Well, if you're sure it isn't poisoned. Well, you know, that's actually pretty good.
2: I hate to say I told you so. Mm. Three of them? Mm. Where the heck do three people just appear from?
6: What the devil do they want? That's academic, surely, Commander. The point is that they're here, without notice or warning, and they've totally ignored the quarantine signals. They'll have to pay the penalty. Without even trying to contact them? How can we, Lester? You know the plague regulations.
2: Or perhaps Dr Bergland had better explain them again. He's right. We can't take any chances. Not now. Not after Jim Warner.
7: I'll do it. Hold on. Why you?
6: As the last surviving scientist, it's my responsibility. They must not be allowed to leave Nerva
5: alive. Anyone for water?
4: Oh, but what if that's poisoned?
5: Mm. It tastes all right, and I am
3: rather parched. Mm.
4: Ah. Nothing wrong with uh, that, then, obviously.
3: (laughs) Well, let's hope not. Well, I think I've had my fill. Hmm. Time to locate this elusive crew.
4: Yes, we don't seem to have attracted any attention by eating all their food. Oh, I'm stuffed. Come on.
5: I say, what if it's like the Marie
3: Celeste... In space.
4: Oh, can you go without me? I'm feeling a bit boost It's
3: not at all like the Marie Celeste. That had a ridiculously simple explanation. Which you know. Well, of course I know. I was there. Harry! Doctor! Sarah, are you all right? In the corner, there. What? I thought... What? What?
5: Oh, there's nothing here, old girl. Just a scratch on the floor. What did you see?
4: A horrible-looking thing. Like a giant caterpillar with red flashing eyes. It moved. It seemed to be looking at me.
5: (laughs) told you not to scoff that salad. You
4: wouldn't be laughing if you'd seen that thing. A scratch, you say? Mm, Now, where's
3: my 500-year diary?
4: You keep a diary?
3: Well, I live a fascinating life. I should publish. The reviews would be sensational. Ah. Ah.
4: Should we be worried? Mm,
3: Well, you know, this place is beginning to look interesting. Very interesting. More so than the Marie Celeste? Oh, much more. This really is a mystery. Let's explore. Mm -hmm. Still want to stay?
4: After what I've just seen, not on your life.
5: Hey, look, Doctor. Ahoy there. There's some fellow up there. Hello there.
4: Please, wait. Don't just run off. Bless my foot. They're just plain unsociable, that's all. Come on, out you come. We saw you go in there. We just want to thank you for lunch.
3: Don't worry, Sarah. it's no use, but there must be a door control here somewhere. Is this the chap? Hmm, Press it and find out.
4: It's empty. But he did come in here. We saw him.
3: Brilliant. Disappeared into thin air. And for my next trick... No, no, no. Let's not go in quite yet, Harry. I saw a fire axe in the corridor. Would you please fetch it? All right.
4: You've noticed then, Doctor, more of those scratches on the floor.
3: Uh, yes, yes, but I'm more interested in that dust, see?
4: It's glittering. I wonder why that is.
3: One fire axe has requested, but why... Thank you. I'll take that. What on earth is he doing?
4: Interesting dust, apparently. Mm, more than
3: interesting. You know, that looks like...
4: Couldn't be, could it?
3: No doubt about it. This dust is gold dust. <laughs> I'm holding actual gold. You think there'll be more of this, Doctor? Well, I doubt it. By this time, inflation and scarcity would have pushed the price of gold to unimaginable heights. So we're rich.
1: The door!
5: No obvious controls or handles this time.
4: So, we're locked in?
3: Are we? I do have an axe. Here you are. Think you can handle this? (laughs) Always think of everything, don't you, Doctor? It saves time. Stand back, Sarah.
4: If you don't think I can handle it... Oh! Harry, are you all right? Uh,
3: turns out I'm the one who couldn't handle it. Yes, as I thought. Magnetised. Uh, now he tells me... Doctor,
4: either you're getting taller or isn't the ceiling a little lower down? The
3: ceiling? Uh, hey, look, more gold.
4: How does it get up there?
3: Always carry a felt tip. You never know when it might be useful. If I mark the ceiling position where it meets the wall... You don't think... Oh, dear. Yes, and there it goes. Vanished. The ceiling is definitely coming down, and we are in trouble.
2: Kelman, I- What
6: are you doing? Destroying our intruders. By the time the Crusher Room has done its work, they will be three easily disposable pieces of garbage. No different to the scrap in that bin.
3: To start with, let's all sit down. If I stand this axe upright... We're we going to try to wedge it.
4: How long do you think it will hold, Doctor? Well,
3: it won't. We should register on the controls, though, and tell the operator there's something in here. Oh, give him a chance to open the door and find us. Oh, if he doesn't
4: already know, I'm sure that man meant us to follow him in
1: here.
3: Well, we'll find out when it hits the handle, won't we? Which will be any second now. I've an experiment to see to. Keep an eye on this, will you, Anitra?
6: When it's finished, remove the debris. You'll be able to hear them through this.
4: Come on. Surely there's got to be some way out
6: of here. Let me know when the indicator's down to zero. Uh...
4: right. I don't think that axe is going to hold out much longer. Ah!
3: Seems you were right, old girl. Never miss the obvious, do you, Harry? Perhaps if I use all my strength, Doctor, try and wet it myself. No, no, no. Don't try your crack like that axe. What hope now. Listen to me, whoever you are. I know you can hear me. We are people. But like you, we didn't mean to intrude on your station. Oh,
2: not on me. Please don't put this on me. Doctor, it's,
8: it's so close.
3: Can you hear me? We've come here to reclaim something we left here years ago. We are doctors. Doctors? We do not wish to harm you. Why do you want to kill us? Please, please
8: help
1: us. I can barely move. <laughs> Hardly any room to breathe now. Help us, help us. Oh, uh, I can't just... Uh, right. Uh,
5: doctor, uh, I can move my arm.
4: Yes, me too. The ceiling is moving upwards. Someone must have heard. Do the hat. Crawl through. Oh, that's a relief.
3: Ah, thank you.
4: Don't thank me air. Well,
3: what is this place? Some kind of sick bay?
4: Oh, I could certainly do with some medical attention. Why did you do that? Try to kill us?
3: Oh, I guess, Sarah, I don't think she did. I suspect it's more likely to be the responsibility of those three gentlemen over there.
9: Of. Oh. Ah.
8: Anitra, they're
7: armed. Get behind me, Sarah. What are you, indestructible? Anitra, I told you to dispose of them. Silence, Kilman, and put the gun away. I'm in command here. You too, Lester. Who are you,
3: and where do you come from? Uh, I'm a doctor. These are my assistants. A doctor? Yes, yes. We've returned to Nova to collect some medical specimens. That doesn't explain why you
7: ignored our quarantine signals. Quarantine? You've risked catching the plague.
4: Plague. Well, this day just gets better and better.
3: Ah, well, you see, we must have missed your signals. We materialized... It. What plague? You don't know about the plague? Uh, no, it seems implausible, doesn't it? But it happens to be true. Come over here. It's too late to prevent you
7: catching it now. Like That's us, you're in the infected area. Infected? What? Shh, hey, shh, sh- he's an hysteric.
1: <gasps>
7: patient
5: of yours?
2: His name's Warner. If I just... <clears throat> Turn him over. Uh, Good
3: grief. His nerves. I can actually see all the nerves in his face. black, swollen, and branching like trees.
4: His eyes are open. Can he see us?
3: Mm, Can't seem to get any reaction. I've seen this before. I know I have, but where? Hey, hands out of your pockets. There's no need to get jumpy. I just want my diary. I'll take that. But it won't mean much to you, I'm afraid. It doesn't to me, and I wrote it.
4: (laughs) [4] So you were trying to kill us? So that we wouldn't catch this plague of yours? Seems a little counterproductive. I was just following the regulations. Oh, and that makes killing people all right, does it?
5: When did this illness first appear on Nerva?
1: Uh
2: nearly a year ago. I've lost most of our crew from it. We're well, all that's left now? And have you had medical help from Earth? Several space medical units have been out. They've all had to give up. It's a kind of, uh, black virus, that's all I know. We've been unable to find out how it's caught or spread. Finally, we were isolated and left in quarantine until the plague had burnt itself out, or...
5: Or there is nobody left alive.
4: Well, yes. And you've just agreed to that. Couldn't you get away? Leave Nerva? No.
7: That I would not permit. How could I? We serve a vital function here, a warning beacon for the asteroid belt. Countless space travellers died until we were set here. We have to remain. Whatever the cost.
4: Until you die at your posts.
6: The fate you will now share. Commander Stevenson, I suggest we take these intruders
2: to the control room for interrogation.
7: Yeah, lead the way.
2: One moment. I urgently need some trained help. Can't the woman stay here? All
7: right. The rest of you, with me.
4: Thank you. We owe you our lives, but... Well, I have to admit, I'm not really a trained nurse. You don't have to be.
2: I just want you to keep an eye on the consul while I write up the medical log. What's your name? Sarah.
4: And you're Anitra. At least, that's what the man who tried to kill us called you. Uh, Kelman. Kelman, yes. He scares me. He's very efficient at his job.
2: He's a chemist, the last surviving scientist on board. We'd be lost without him. And doesn't he
4: know it?
5: Is this all you can tell us about yourselves? Well, I could go into my school days. Cricket 11 and all that. I also played Rugger for Dartmouth. Rugger? was Rugger? They're trying to distract
3: us. Not at all. I'd have thought you'd have been grateful for any help in your present situation. What do you know of our situation? Well, only what you've told us and what I've noticed since returning to Nerva. Well? Well, these scratches, for instance, they're everywhere. On this console, the floors, the wall. Do you know what makes them? No. Kelman, No. Could I perhaps have my diary back? I think I have a drawing in there of something very similar.
7: Very well. Hey,
3: not so fast. Careful. Well, uh, look, I'm always careful, especially where guns are concerned. <laughs> uh, do you mind not resting your gun on my third rim I'm ticklish. Yes. Here we are. You've got something. Mm. C on T, 24 stroke 10, 2248 AD. Ah! What does that mean? Mean? Well, it's a little difficult to explain. C must stand for... Uh, Whatever made that scratch mark? Obviously. And the T, that's probably a location of some kind, followed. Ah! A date. 24th of October, year 2248 AD. These drawings are identical to the scratches. This is
7: extremely important, Doctor. Think carefully. What does C stand for? Yes, C.
3: what does it stand for? And T, Doctor, if that's any easier. Yes, of course, T! Well, I'm trying to concentrate. It all happened a long time ago. Oh, this is pointless. Let him take his time. Hmm, tea.
4: All right, Anitra, I've done the saline. Now what? Anitra? Anitra? Oh, well, I can hardly blame you. How about a little light reading while I wait? Operative surgery for nurses, Oof. Social history of Earth, 22200 That's more like it.
5: Come on, come on! He's doing
3: his best. Aha! Yes, doctor, you've remembered. Pages three four three three four four and three four three. That's it. Have you found something? A C is for ah. Well, what? Oh, celery. A recipe for some kind of earth soup. Soup? Mm, I was quite a gourmet at one time when I was a little older. I'm not sure this is helping, Doctor.
7: Oh, that's enough. The man's completely cracked. Get him out of here. Where to, Skipper? Anywhere but here, the mess room. Get him out of my sight. All right, out. Move it.
3: Uh, oh, I, I'm sure I could find the source of your plague if I could just have a free hand. Out! I, I think we should go, Harry. Yeah, After you.
8: No, stay awake. Keep awake.
9: Oh. Hey. What is that?
1: Sarah No oh! mm-hmm. what? Oh! Get off me oh!
4: oh my neck! I think it bit me and each What was that? A
2: thing. A silver thing. Where's it gone? There it is!
4: It's coming back towards us. Well, what are you waiting for? Isn't there an alarm or something?
3: What's going on? Where's the emergency?
7: Let's find out. Sigma,
3: Doctor, that's where we left Sarah. Let's go. You're not going anywhere. Listen to me, Lester! Our friends down there in that sit-bed. So don't try to stop us. <sighs> All right. Follow me.
2: That thing, has got us cornered. Okay, okay, follow me this, this way. Oh, no idea. How are you feeling? Pretty, pretty terrible. Back away,
4: slowly. Oh, it's no good. They're hemming us in. Oh, someone must have, must have heard the alarm. We've got to keep these things off until they get here. Uh, any ideas? Uh, uh, what about this? Sulfuric acid. Throw it! <clears throat> oh, no good. They're still closing in. Try something else. Uh, uh, uh nitric acid. Ugh, no, no, no. Let's try... Worked. What was in that bottle?
3: What the heck are those things? No, Lester, no need to shoot. They're finished. Is anyone going to turn that alarm off? Of course. Thank you. Nasty-looking blighters. What's that stuff all over them? Gold dust again. Did you do this, Sarah?
4: Yes, but Doctor, I...
3: Oh. Oh, crikey, she's fainted. What did you do to her? Not me. What are those things? Cybermat. Did I say that? Cybermats, of course. That's what they
2: are. One attacked her. Uh, all
3: right,
5: Sarah. Let's take a look at you. She seems to have a couple of puncture marks in her neck.
2: I saw it happen. It went straight for her. It
5: looks like a snake bite. Ever seen anything like it before? I
7: have. It's those intruders. Where, doctor? What the hell are they doing here? All right, Lester. Back to the control room. Sir, so? why the alarm? What's happened?
2: The girl, Sarah. She's been attacked by a... Cyberma, I think you called it?
3: Yes. These things? Careful, Kelman. You pick them up by the midsections, like this. Yes, I think so. These two needles on the underside? The snake's fangs. Exactly. The source of your space plague. What stopped them?
2: I'm not sure. We just threw everything we had.
3: Gold dust. The noble metal. Gold dust? Why would gold have any effect on these creatures? I'll show you. See here. We have these things that look like gills. They connect to some form of lungs. Not, of course, lungs as we know them, but something that reacts to an atmosphere, something that constantly needs renewing, like our blood cells. And anything that finds its way into these gills blocks the mechanisms? Stops them breathing? No, obviously not. Not anything. Not even acid, see? Only a perfect non-corrodible that will plate the interior ...and make it unable to react. Gold. Voila. End of the Cybermat. Kelman, I can't help but notice you're pointing your gun at me. I don't want to seem presumptuous, but I was expecting a round of applause.
6: Your explanation is very ingenious, Doctor. Now perhaps you will tell us where you've hidden the rest of these
3: little monsters. Me? You think I brought them aboard? They've been aboard for months. we found their scratches everywhere. Something I would have expected the chief scientist to have known and investigated.
2: That's enough. Please, Doctor. It's Captain Warner. Over here.
5: I'll check his heartbeat. I'm sorry. We've lost him. I've seen most of my crew go that way. I'm sorry. I...
3: Oh, no. Doctor, look at Sarah. The same pattern. The black lines. Never seen anything like it. And so quickly, too. Anitra, can't you do anything? I'm sorry. Doctor! I'm thinking. Sarah's dangerously ill. Don't you care? Harry, of course I care, but we must do something now. We must find the antidote. Antidote? There is no antidote. Do you suppose we would have stood by and
6: watched the crew die off... If there had been an antidote to this?
3: But there must be an antidote. They are far too logical to have created a plague virus without an effective antidote. Who are they? The Cybermen, of course. Did you say... The Cybermen? Did I? Yes, apparently I did. Cybermats are creatures of the Cybermen. Cybermen control them and use them to kill. Nonsense. The Doctor's trying to scare us. Everyone knows the Cybermen died out some 50 years ago. If that's what everyone thought, obviously everyone is wrong.
7: You're not trying to say that there's a Cyberman
3: aboard this ship. That shape over there, Kelman, switch the main light on. Mm. Oh, it's
5: just a spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, I wish you wouldn't do that. No one knows we're in a worse state than ours, man. Pull yourself together. A calculated
6: move, Commander. He's trying to bluff us, wear us down. Bluff? Call this a bluff?
3: Hmm? It's an energy detector. Yes, I thought as much. There's a Cyberman concealed in this room. Now look here. Shh, 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 shh. What's in those cupboards? Hmm? On Kong shore. Medical supplies, surgical
7: gangs, that kind of thing, I believe. You have the Delta Kelly what's what's in there? Not my products. Only a couple of them are mine. Which ones? Is
6: this
8: really relevant?
2: Come on, he's trying to distract us from the main issue. The first two are mine. Medical stores and a refrigerated drug locker. I use them constantly.
3: And the next two?
2: Professor Kelman used them for his scientific apparatus.
3: The final two?
2: Emergency supplies. Radiation suits, Geiger counters and such like.
3: The end one, apparently. All right, Kelman. The keys. I, I haven't got them on me. I'll, I'll get them.
5: Ah! Not with that gun, you're not.
3: He asked for the keys. Now.
7: Are you quite sure, Doctor. Remember, if we open the cupboard, the suits will have to be re-sterilized.
3: I need the keys. If there is something in there, is is it wise to confront it? Only the Cybermen possess the antidote. Without it, Sarah will die.
5: Still trying to get away, Kelman? Must I ask again? In a pocket. Which one?
3: Those... Thank you. Now, don't bruise the professor too much, Harry. We may need him fairly soon. This key? Locker number five, right? Right. Nothing. Let's try number six, then. (sighs) It's
7: just a lot of suits. God, I confess, Doctor, you always had me.
3: Those boots, silver, and yet the suits are white. What? Stay
1: where
8: you are.
2: Don't worry, Doctor. Harry's still alive. Will he be all right? Yes, no damage. Just knocked out.
3: I we're surrounded. Well, fancy meeting you Cybermen like this. And now you've got us. What can we do for you? We were not ready to meet you.
8: You have broken our plan. What a pity.
3: Now we will all have to wait for the Cyber Leader Ah, yes, the cyber leader. I'd like to speak to him. He has been signaled. My friend has been attacked by one of your charming pets. Do not damage the cyber mats. Don't damage my friends, and I won't damage yours. We need the antidote to your cyber plague. You cannot make
8: requests. We control never. Oh, really?
7: Well, we'll see about that. Where's
8: my gun? When we are ready, you will receive our orders. Anyone who disobeys will
1: be instantly
5: destroyed. Uh, maybe I'll give it a little longer.
7: Uh, uh, what hit me? Just take it easy. Uh, I feel like I'm back at sea. You
3: will all sit over there. If you insist. What is that? Oh, just my diarrhea. I so hate to be bored. You're reading your diary at a time like this? Not just any old page. Look. Seas are vulnerable to... Laser beam? Bullets? Water?
7: Heat vacuum? But Doctor, these are all crossed out.
3: I do so enjoy this book. It's quite a page-turner, isn't it? Top of the next page. Radiation? And there's a tick next to it. I think you know what to do. Understood.
7: We will wait for your leader and listen to what he has to say. In the meantime, you must help us. We have to treat our injured colleagues.
3: You may do so. Anitra, help me get Harry onto the bed. Uh, Actually, I'm feeling all right now, Doctor. Shh, 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 shh. Uh, But I don't need to lie down. Yes, you do, Harry. Ah.
5: Right, you are. Yes, um, uh, I definitely do need to lie down. Lift
3: together. <sighs> that portable x ray machine now. What do you need that for? Oh, we need to check him over. Yes,
7: to do this properly, we must have dim lighting. Do you understand? Why are you asking me this? The room must be blacked out by means of the dimmer switch. The light is harmful to this treatment. Do you understand? Yes, Commander. I think I do. When I give the order, you will dim the lights! We do not take orders from you. You
8: are our prisoners. If you attempt to change the lighting, we
7: shall have to destroy you. I'm sorry,
3: everyone. What can I do
7: now? Yes, sir!
3: What have you done? Quick, Harry, the X-ray machine. Got it! They're not going down, Doctor. Keep firing, Harry. The radiation should stop them if you give them a high enough dose. Oh, no, we won't. What's that one doing? I'm getting something from this chest unit. Ah, it must be the Cybermat control.
8: I'll have that, thank
3: you. Return now. Device. Doctor, look out! Hey, you'll need to be quicker than that if you want to chop me down to size. Fire again, Harry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> retreat, retreat.
3: Let's go. All right, Lesser. Lights. He was
7: listening
5: up there. Uh, Doctor, I can't follow those things. This X-ray machine is right at the end of its lead.
3: No, that's all right. Leave it. First round to us, I think. Oh, are you still here, Professor? Thanks for all your help just now. I see no reason to risk all our lives by resisting. Now we've turned them into our enemies without hearing what they had to say. Well, Doctor... Always remember one thing when dealing with Cybermen. They are creatures with one basic drive. Sheer naked power. They are also totally logical. When they're on top, they will listen to no argument, make no treaties. Why should they? And now that we have shown that we can fight back, that we are not defenseless. Therefore, they will listen to us. We can't just possibly do a deal with them and get the plague antidote for Sarah. Unlikely. They'll just kill us all now and take over Nerva. I think not. For some reason, they need us, especially you, Commander, and the remains of your crew. They have some special use for us. Alive. How can we find out what that is now? There is one way. We must find the Cyber Leader. Unless he finds us first. I don't believe he can. I think he's hidden on Nerva somewhere. Dormant. These creatures can take a long time to reactivate. You saw the Cyberman press the reactivating button on his chest unit, eh? They were prepared to wait here for some time. If we can find the Cyber Leader before he is fully reactivated, we might be able to get him under our control.
6: And do you expect the other two Cybermen to simply stand aside and let this happen?
3: Don't forget they've been badly irradiated. They'll need time to recuperate. We must find their hiding place before they've recovered. So what are we waiting for? Let's look for them.
7: Hang on, hang on. Where do you think you're going to look? We've searched Nerva countless times during this emergency and found nothing. They must have materialised aboard,
3: as you did. No, I don't think so. They must be hidden somewhere aboard. <sighs> You can expect no assistance from me, Doctor. I'm staying here. Thank you, yes. That'll be about the most helpful contribution you can make. I beg your pardon? Perhaps we could start off by looking at your plan of Nerva, Commander. Of course. Follow me. Oh, one second. The Cybermat controls, Anitra. Look after them, would you? And Sarah.
2: Of course. Don't be too long finding the antidotes,
3: will you, Doctor? I won't be. Mm. You just hang in there, old girl. You hear me? Come on, Harry. Let's go.
6: Maybe I will help after all. Why the change of heart? Stay here.
7: The last search was held about six weeks ago. We were trying to find the source of the infection. We went through the ship from stem to stern. Result, nothing. How many searchers? Eh? Well, there must have been...
3: Uh, there were eight of us. Only three of whom are still alive. Was anyone taken ill after the search? Yes, Garraway and Simmons. Ah. Which area did they search?
7: Uh, they were with Professor Kelman, the so-called red section beneath the main corridor. Food stalls, storage tanks. It runs between the gyro room directly below us to the aft docking module and dematerialization room. Thank you.
3: That's the area we'll take. Us? Mm, Well, of course, Harry. May we take this plan? Commander, I protest. The red area has always come under my staff. But now you haven't got any staff, have you? Unless you'd like to recruit us. No, thank you. I suggest a further search of the living quarters for you, Commander, taking the portable X-ray machine with you, just in case you run into anything unsavory. Come on, Harry. Storerooms first, I think. Of course, Doctor.
6: You
7: give that man carte blanche to do what he likes aboard this station? Why? He's been right so far. We seem unable to cope with these monsters. Let's face it. The doctor and his mate have got guts, Professor, which is more than some of us have. I resent- Come on, the- Lester. The crew calls us. <laughs>
5: in the food section this all seems to be tinned goods raw fish and seaweed salad how exotic can he get Irish stew was top favourite for the men of my ship what do you say doctor ah there you are
3: here what do you make of this dials control wheels that looks like a temperature gauge some kind of boiler don't just guess Harry we have a plan
5: remember oh yes of course Well, according to this, we've come to the liquid oxygen tanks. For emergencies, if the oxygen plant packs up or the outer skin of Nerva's cracked open by a meteorite, the liquid oxygen turns to gas as soon as the pressure is released.
3: Quite finished? Yes. I'm well aware of all that, but I'm also aware that the good professor told us that he'd searched the entire red section. No mention of having missed these oxygen tanks. Well, he
5: could hardly search these without expelling the oxygen, and there's nowhere else to put it according to the plan. Nevertheless,
3: there's a large area of the ship unsearched. Come off it, Doctor. Nobody could live in those tanks. Nobody. A Cyberman could. Ah. pressure's nearly
5: up to full. Surely no one, not even a Cyberman, could have got inside here without a considerable drop in pressure. 88 degrees. Perhaps you're right. Where do we go from here? Let's see now. Uh, up the ladder to the corridor, then to the gyro room. Next room to
3: this. End of search? Seems so. Mm. No, 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 it's not the end of the search. There has to be an explanation. Cybermen don't just disappear into thin air. If that's the only unsearched section of the ship, they must be in there. A colleague of mine once said, Eliminate all the possibilities and what remains, however improbable, must be the solution. That's rather good.
5: Hmm. But hold on. Isn't that... Of course, Sherlock Holmes. Now, Doctor, don't say you've worked with Sherlock Holmes. I'm fully aware he's fictional.
3: Holmes? No, that wasn't his name. More like, uh, Doyle. These release controls. If we turn this... Doctor, can't waste oxygen like that. It's for emergencies. Is it? If I just take the front off this dial, like that... It's uh,
5: rather easier than I'd have expected.
3: Yes, and look here. There's a rod jammed behind the needle. And if I knock that free, the gauge drops. To one atmosphere where well, I'll be. We'd better head inside. One moment, Harry. Let's tell the commander where we are first and get some idea of what's inside there. Hello? Commander? Commander? <laughs>
7: Commander Stevenson here. Ah,
3: uh, Commander, how's it going up there?
7: Nothing yet. Kelman, Lester and I are searching their lockers, but we haven't found any Cybermen.
3: I'm glad to hear it. Commander, did you know that your spare oxygen tank was empty?
7: What? Did he say the oxygen tank?
3: I thought not. Someone knows, though. The dial needle's been fixed to register full. That's
7: impossible. You'd better investigate. Oh, we
3: intend to. We're going inside. Any idea what we're likely to find in there, Commander? When Nerva was first commissioned, that tank was used as a store's room.
7: Navigational aids, sodium markers, signals of various kinds. Ah, thank you. Be on
3: your guard. We always are open the door, Harry. Is that terribly wise? I suspect not. I've an idea we may expect a visitor very shortly. All right, then.
5: Pretty smooth. Been used not too long ago, I'd
3: say. Then let's see what we can find inside. Cautiously, though
5: storage racks. Well, he was right about that. One for tools, one for flares. Mainly empty, though. Not the boxes underneath, though. Nylon rope, safety cord. Quite large, these boxes. You know, Doctor, if I
3: wanted to stash away a Cyberman or two... Yes. These would be about the right size. Pass me a crowbar from the tool shelf, would you? Right you are. Mm. You didn't happen to bring down an x-ray gun, did you? No, Doctor. Why? Oh, it might have come in handy. Give me a hand. Want us to open the darn thing. Naturally. Uh, skeleton! Mm, well, that isn't the cyber leader. No. Looks human. But a uniform isn't like anyone else's. Huh? made up of lizard skin, perhaps. That skull cap. Goggles. Hm. An interesting ensemble, certainly, huh? And covered in gold dust. Gold dust again. How long do you think he's been there? Hmm? Hard to say. Over a year, anyway. Over a year. Before this cyber plague. And nobody mentioned missing crew members before the plague started six months ago. Somebody aboard must know. I have no doubt. He's wearing a locket.
5: J-H-C. Well, we should be able to identify him from that. He
3: must have been taken ill and fallen in. You don't think that any more than I do. I'll take that locket. He was murdered and stashed here. Cybermen? No, not their handiwork. Someone with a human motive. The oldest motive... Come on. Let's open up the other boxes. All right.
5: (coughs) Now, that is a Cyberman. One of the injured ones. Couldn't it be lying dormant like a wounded animal? Mm, Very possibly. Let's check the
3: others. (coughs) Our second wounded Cyberman. That accounts for those two. Just one box left.
5: (coughs) There's a third one, Doctor.
3: Could this be the cyber leader? No, cyber leaders are larger with black helmets.
5: Is there anything we can do while they're
3: dormant? I'm afraid not. It would wake them. Put down the lid, Harry. We should close them all up again.
5: Well, there's one thing I can do. Navy training comes in useful sometimes, Doctor, whatever you say. Now, if I can just find those nylon ropes...
7: That's it. We've checked the entire station, excluding stores, gyro room, your cabin and this room. Well, I'll answer for my quarters, and there's always been a man on watch here. Gyro room? Professor Kelman's province. Yes. Alright. Search it.
5: <coughs> there we are. All nailed down and tied up. would like to see them get out of those. What have you got there?
3: It's from the skeleton, the skullcap. Does this look like a space helmet to you? None that I've ever seen. Surely it's a miner's helmet. Aboard a space station?
5: Hold on. Harry, what is it? Do you hear it, Doctor? A high-pitched whine. It's been shut from the outside. There's no handle on this side. Our friend Kelman again. But what's he got to gain by it? The others know where we are. You don't suppose this deckhead above us is um... movable?
3: No, we're safe enough. Well, except for the Cybermen. What on? There? there, Doctor. One of those ropes has snapped. Two-inch nylon. That's another
5: one gone. They'll be out any second. I say, do you think if we piled those blocks there on top? Do you suppose against the strength of a Cyberman? We're in trouble again, aren't we, Doctor?
7: gyro-mechanisms working normally, that's something to be grateful for. There's no place to hide one of their Cybermats though, let alone a Cyberman. I could have told you that.
6: Spared you the effort.
7: Don't worry. It was worth making sure. I like to be sure. Listen. Did you hear that? Yeah. Can't say what it was though.
6: We must determine a plan of action. We cannot let the Doctor and his companion rampage throughout the ship.
7: Was that? Was that from the oxygen tanks? Yeah. Yeah. It seems to come from in there.
3: All right, maybe this crowbar will come in handy. You think that'll stop the cybermen? I no use. Give it to me. You're going to help them to get out. No, I'm going to help us. I'm going to try it on the door. Give me a hand. It's not moving. I thought it was a little unlikely.
8: Stay away, you are.
7: I think the doctor and Harry are in there. So what are you waiting for? Get them out! Doing, man. Let go of the wheel. I forbid you to open that door. You can't forbid me to do anything. <coughs> oh, thank goodness. Close it. Right. Cyberman. <coughs> One of them's blocking the door. Help me. Come on, Harry. <coughs> Uh, That's incredible. It's
3: moving. Uh, even against three of us. Listen, listen, we've got to open it. Uh, what? what? Oh, wait, just for a moment. That'll uh, the cyberman, then... Push him back and slam the door on his fingers. Uh, it's worth a try. Right. On three, two, one... Uh, Lock it. Use the crowbar to tighten the wheel as far as it'll go. All right. Well, we found your Cybermen for you, Commander. So I see. Mm. Ah! Professor Kelman, how reassuring to see you. Tell me, why were Cybermen allowed to hide unmolested in your search area? I didn't know the oxygen tanks were empty. We're not all scientists of your eminence, Doctor. You certainly aren't. Hey, what have we got there, Kelman? Uh, I've heard that before devil is it? Some kind of Cyberman call signal, I imagine. It's activated the dormant Cyberman inside there. He's still pressing it. Let me at him.
5: All right, Lester, let's not do anything hasty, eh? That crowbar could do someone a
3: nasty injury. Yes, let him be. He's summoning his master, the cyber leader. Professor, answer him. Is this true? Of course it's true. Without Kelman, the Cyberman's plan would never have stood a chance. Kelman concealed them. Kelman let them out when necessary. And Kelman reactivated them by means of that control box there. Murderer! Wait! on! Doctor! As a cyber leader It was inside the wall Yes, an impressive choice of hiding place No! Lester, keep back from it
8: You should have learned by now Resistance is useless I'll let your colleagues
7: out Traitor I'll kill that.
6: Thank you
3: Ah, here they come it was nice while it lasted. You have been unwise. You have forced us to act before we were ready.
8: Now you will have to aid our plan. What plan? Our orders are to destroy the asteroid lying beyond Nerva.
7: Impossible. We have no weapons of that caliber aboard. You have one certain weapon that we shall make use of. What's that? Nerva itself.
3: We mean to crash it into the asteroid. You're completely insane!
8: Insane?
3: What is
8: insane?
3: What he meant was that there's not a lot of mass here compared to the asteroid.
8: We have calculated it to the last milligram. Your space station will attain the maximum velocity. It will hit the asteroid in a carefully selected location. The asteroid will be struck out of orbit. It will spin off over and over until it burns up in the sun.
1: The space station
8: will attain the maximum velocity. It will hit the asteroid in a carefully selected location. The asteroid will be struck out of orbit. It will spin off over and over until
7: it burns up in the sun. Why lose your lives and everyone on Nerva to destroy a barren asteroid?
8: This asteroid is
7: not barren. It is the major producer of the metal you
3: call gold. Ah, of course.
8: Fortunately, there is very little gold left in the universe. As you have discovered, it can be used to destroy our Cybermax. It can also be used to destroy us. Therefore, this asteroid must be obliterated. What happens to us?
7: And yourselves?
8: We have volunteered for this mission. We are prepared to be destroyed when Nervous strikes the asteroid. The cyber race will survive. That is all that is important. What happens to us? We need your help. If you collaborate as Professor Kelman has collaborated with us, We will let you take off with him in the space shuttle before
7: impact. How can we trust you to keep your word? You've killed my crew, you devils! That was necessary in order to gain control of the
8: ship. Your destruction is not necessary, therefore you will be allowed to go with the Professor.
7: With that traitor! With me.
6: First though... I must make my trip to the asteroid.
3: Well, everyone needs a holiday from time to time. Kalman, you will check our point of impact. I must prepare
8: to leave now. How long will it take take you to bring the reactor power up to full capacity, capacity, Commander? Four hours? Then you must return in four hours, Kalman.
6: I understand.
3: Interesting.
8: Commander... Have you decided?
3: I think I can persuade the crew to help you and add our own modest skills, eh, Harry? Doctor, are you feeling quite all right? On one condition Cybermen do not make conditions. Oh, I think you'll agree to this one. Really quite trivial in your eyes. We need the antidote to the cyber plague for one of our party, a young woman.
8: Then we agree. Provide him with
5: it, leader. Different chest unit. Should have spotted that. Must use it like a
8: medicine cabinet. It is unimportant to us whether your companion lives or dies. Can we count on your cooperation?
3: Provided your plan does not mean the deaths of further human beings. I have told you, you cannot make conditions. Let's put it another way. Have I your word that no more humans will be killed? Yes. Then we agree. Uh, Can I please have the capsule? Take it. Thank you. At least Sarah will be alright. Yes. Commander, I suggest you and your crew fully cooperate with the Cybermen.
7: In the destruction of my command?
3: Never. Commander, I think you've done your utmost for your command. Your duty is also to save the lives of your remaining crew. As of now, we have no option but to cooperate with the Cybermen. I suppose you're right. Give Lester a hand up. He looks nearly recovered. Cyber Leader, my companions and I are doctors We shall need to administer this to the young woman in the sickbay Afterwards, we will entirely fulfill our agreement Come on, Harry
8: Of course, Doctor Wait, two of my Cybermen will go with you We will not leave you alone with the X-ray machines
3: I find your lack of trust mortifying very well then Come along, all of you Now, Commander You will go to start up the reactor. One of my Cybermen
8: will be on guard outside the reactor room. If you attempt sabotage, you will be instantly destroyed. In that case, why trust us at all? Why not kill us and work the reactor yourselves? That is the second irrational outburst we have witnessed. It is for that reason we Cybermen will eventually triumph over you humans. We have no emotions. We are purely logical. Big deal. Cybermen cannot stand even low doses of radiation, as the doctor has found out. Therefore, we need you to work the reactor. We do not wish to destroy you unless you force us to, now, go.
7: I think we should do as they say, Lester, yes. But I don't have to like it.
2: But what if we need those X-ray machines? You will not.
5: There we go. Administered. Good luck, Sarah. Mm, Dear Sarah. Do you think it'll work, Doctor? The plague looks like it's pretty
3: well advanced. What do you say, Anitra?
2: I can't tell. I can only hope it's in time to save her.
3: Well, it's worked before. At a more critical stage than this. See for yourself. i put it in my diary. Look.
2: I can't read this. It's all a jumble, Harry.
3: I can't
5: make head nor tail of it. You're the only one who can make that out, Doctor.
3: Then you'll just have to trust me, won't you? Anitra... How long will it take Kelman to get the dematerializer mechanism working?
2: It hasn't been used for some time. Could take up to half an hour to get the circuits activated
9: and ready.
3: Good. Then I have 15 minutes to get there, with your help. Now listen. I don't believe the Cybermen. I think there probably is life on the asteroid. Before we help Cybermen destroy it, we must be certain. Life? What makes you... Ah, the skeleton. Exactly. Wearing a mining outfit. Digging for gold, you think? Well, possibly. And then there's Kelman. I think he's playing some kind of double game, deceiving the Cybermen as well. Whatever he's up to could be useful. I must follow him down to the asteroid. We also could use a little gold dust.
2: But Doctor, those Cybermen will never let you past.
3: I have an idea, but it does come with a small degree of risk. Doesn't it always? What do we do? I should be able to get out through that crusher room of yours. But I'll need a distraction. You see that electroencephalograph, Harry? Yes. Mm. It looks a little bit like an X-ray machine, wouldn't you say? Ah, <laughs> I think I get you. All right, we'll take it from here. You get yourself in hiding. Good luck.
5: All right, and unplug. What I say now, push it towards them, all right?
8: Now! X-ray device approaching Retreat.
9: They're gone.
5: And so is the Doctor. Quickly, they won't leave us alone permanently. If we attach it to Sarah...
8: Open your chest unit and draw your weapon. We must return to that room and destroy the machine instantly. Weapon drawn.
1: Oh, hello
5: you two. Why did you nip out? Is something the matter? What is that machine?
8: Is it not an x-ray device?
5: No, it's an electroencephalograph. ECG. We're just using it on Sarah. Is that a problem?
8: Continue with your work. With pleasure.
6: Mm, Beam out... Two minutes... Auto-return... (sighs)
8: Three
1: hours.
3: I wonder what was in that rucksack, Professor. Beam out. Auto return. Must have made a mistake. Ah.
8: <coughs> Which <made> me?
1: <coughs>
3: Professor Kelman. No sign of him. Ah but his footprints leading to a sheer rock face. Mm. Aha! I do love a good button.
6: Who's there? Who followed me? Cyber leader? (sighs) Nobody there. Getting jumpy.
3: That was close. Where are you going, Professor? I've seen more operational mines, though not quite as much gold. It's like Tutankhamun's tomb down here. Ah, seems like we've reached our destination.
7: He's certainly a moochy-looking slug. I can practically taste it already. Uh, one for you. One for you. Yes. One for me. What? You got twice as much as me. No, it just looks like that because your piece tapers. You're a liar. A blind man could say is not equal. Seeing as it's me that found it, you're lucky to get even a piece of the tail. What about that one I found last week? I was very generous with your portion. If you don't want it. You can eat my axe instead.
9: Are <coughs> <coughs> oh, you all right? words! I've had more than enough of you. Stop! Stop! Do you hear me? Or I'll crack your foolish skulls open. Uh, we animals to fight in the presence of him? I'm sorry if I'm interrupting a
6: moment of idle worship. Who the you know me, Professor Kellman?
9: Yes, we haven't seen you for months.
6: Why have you returned? Where is my son? John stayed behind on Nerva. He sent me down with some more food for you.
7: Food? Food. What? Give it to me. Me. Give it to me. Right here. (laughs) No,
6: no, 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 no no need to fight. is enough for ever.
3: So that's what was in your bag. And everything solid gold. The bunks, the knives, the axes, all 24 carats.
6: I kept aside a couple of special items, Kotze, for you. Your son helped pick them. He said they were your favorite foods.
9: How is my son?
6: Fine. He's been a great help to me, persuading Nerva's commander to take you all aboard. When? When are we going to leave this hell? As I told you, we've got our own problems aboard. We'll have to wait until the space plague has died out. Also. Also, uh...
9: what? We've been virtual prisoners here for 25 years, man. Flesh and blood can't stand much more. See what we're reduced to eating? Slugs, lizards, we wear their skins for clothes. Our eyes can't stand even this light without protection.
6: I think the goggles are rather fetching, actually.
9: How much longer can you and your captain keep us in this agony? Are you men like us? With hearts? Pity? Uh, Of course. But there are still some aboard
6: who feel differently. Feel that if we take you on board, we should be putting Nerva at risk.
9: They require a guarantee of good behavior. More gold. More gold? You know, our gold is all dedicated to... to him. Him?
6: Yes. Your god would surely not object if it meant saving your lives...
9: I don't know. He must be consulted. He was here before us, waiting for us. The gold is his. Without his protection, we would all be dead. Dead? The gold brought the Cybermen down upon us, destroying our surface installations, driving away our relief ships until the universe considered us dead, forgotten, starving. Then we found him. Regardless, time is getting
6: on. You better make your mind up. If I leave without the gold, I shall not return
9: again. Perhaps if we take the newly mined gold dust Before it is consecrated That might be acceptable Then follow me
2: Those Cybermen don't seem to be rushing back
5: No complaints from me (sighs) No, Sarah, don't try to get up
4: But I feel perfectly well No, no you mean I'm not?
5: You're to stay there in bed until the doctor returns.
4: Doctor's orders? Absolutely. Yours or his? Both. Oh, is he liable to be long?
5: He can't be. We start up in... Oh, let me see, where's that clock? About an hour. Good. Just time to get dressed. Sarah,
4: you never listen. Because you never say anything worth hearing. On the contrary, I've just said... Oh, if he's not going to be helpful. Anitra, if you'd get my clothes, please. They're right here in the locker.
5: Now, Sarah... Well,
4: if you're just going to stand there, you don't mind if I start getting dressed, do you?
5: Uh... <sighs> No, uh, Sarah, I'll lo- wait outside.
4: I thought that might work. <laughs>
7: <laughs> come on, come on, it's your move. I'm, I'm thinking. thinking, which is the problem? Your travel is just now good at chess. <laughs> oh. My queen in jeopardy. No, wait, you can't just take it back. I didn't take my fingers off Yes, it. you did. You have moved, man. I have not
1: moved.
7: <laughs> Put it back. You let go of me. Oh, now, look what you did. You did that. Pick them up. You... Oh.
3: Uh, for- forgive me, gentlemen. You-, you might possibly wonder what I'm doing under your table, but would you believe it? I'm a furniture inspector. True. What are you doing with my gold dust? Oh, is that what it is? I, I, th- I thought it was mustard powder left lying here by mistake. A laudrich story. You were waiting until we were all distracted by the game and nipped in to steal it. You're a thief! Look, I'm on the clock here. The dematerializer will reactivate very shortly. I don't have time for this. A thief! A thief! A thief. A thief. <laughs> You're just being untrusting! A thief calling me
7: Motive engines are running. Do you think they'll be okay? They'll be gunned up for how long now, sir? Oh, must be, um, three years. Is she gonna take full power now? Uh, Only one way to find out. Just so they can destroy her. Over my dead body. Listen, the doctor has a plan of some kind. We've got to trust him. He's probably organizing some kind of rescue right now.
3: Look, you don't need to tie me up. I've got a perfectly reasonable explanation. If you're just this... Ah, courtry, your are
9: Yes. Who is this man? A
3: doctor of some kind, he says. He's also a thief. We caught him trying to steal a bag of gold
9: Appearances can be deceptive. Where did you come from? Nova. That's not possible. Think again, man, and tell me the truth this time. How did you get here? I've been trying to explain. No, doctor.
6: Let me explain.
3: Oh, good. Professor Kilman. this is going well.
6: This man followed me down. He arrived on Nerva a short while ago. He's responsible
3: for the deaths of several of the crew. We have orders to shoot him on sight. Disposing of me won't settle your main problem, Kilman. Getting that gold dust past the Cybermen... Cybermen? He must be destroyed! No! Destroyed, Kelman? You're even beginning to sound like a Cyberman. You ruined my aim, Coatsy. What did you do that for?
6: This man is extremely
9: dangerous, I tell you. No! I want to ask him some questions first. What is this about the Cybermen?
3: Get out of my way! Oh, didn't Professor Kelman explain? Cybermen have control of never. They intend driving it at this asteroid, and to use their favorite word, destroy it, in about an hour's time. Quiet! I warned you, he has a golden tongue.
6: He'll create a panic, set your men against you. I have to get back to Nerva. If you
3: refuse to kill him, then I'd advise you to keep him gagged. Just to give you time to reach Nerva with your gold, Kelman? Make sure your new masters don't find out what you're
9: bringing aboard. The gold is not his. It belongs to us, our bond. My son is gadding it. I'll leave him to you. I'm sure you have your own ways of disposing of
3: thieves. Before you let him go, Coatsy, I'd ask him to explain the skeleton if I were you. Skeleton? Mm, a skeleton of a man dressed in clothes like yours, wearing goggles and the same kind of headgear.
9: If you are lying to me... I
3: took a locket from the body. I've got it on me now. I left hand pocket.
9: J. H. C. Stop him!
7: They will not.
9: <sighs> Don't listen to him! What is this? This deception? One of you is lying. Take care. You are speaking about my son, our future leader. And
3: I'm very sorry to bring you such bad news. Yeah, let me go!
9: I warn you! Your
6: survival depends entirely upon me. I told you, this man was dangerous if you let him talk. How did you get this? It was never off John's neck. I told you, your son is alive and well. I just left him. There's your food to
9: prove it. Of course. The food packages. He must be alive. He selected the food. But why no word for me, no letter? How do I know? We've all been working flat out. Perhaps he was too busy.
3: You can't expect his mother to believe that, surely.
9: Perhaps there's a note inside. He would never be too busy, not for a note to his mother. Fish! You said he packed this.
6: Of course. He said it was your favorite food. He said, tell Mama
9: I love her. Now. Will you let me go? Liar! Fish is poison to me. John would never send me fish. Ah,
1: Just! Just!
9: Uh, Keep back! Stand away from the door! Murderer! You're not going
1: anywhere!
9: He's getting away! And after him, he must not escape. No,
7: no, no,
9: no, 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 no. Cowards! But
3: he's armed! He just killed Peterson! Wait, release me, I have a better idea. Okay. Thank you. These ropes are very bad for the wrists. Is there another way up to the surface?
9: Yes. Not an easy way, but possible.
3: Do you have any mining explosive left? A little. Get it, now.
9: Badenhorst?
3: Rot. Right. Kelman will find it pretty heavy-going with all that gold.
9: Surely he'll drop it, save himself.
3: (laughs) Not if I've judged him correctly. He's been through too much for it, he might swallow it, but... What would be the effects of an explosive charge thrown at this tunnel?
9: The shockwave would bring down the roof, all along its length.
3: The dynamite.
9: I think two sticks should be enough.
6: Yes, I can hear you.
3: Will you do as I say?
6: I have no option, have I? I'm caught anyway. I've damaged my foot in the run.
3: I think I see him. Come back into the light, Kalman.
9: I I can't make it
3: without assistance. (sighs) Then I should probably help him.
9: No. I'll get him back. He belongs to me now.
1: Coatsy!
9: Why, you traitor, Kelman, have this!
3: They must have thought we
9: were bluffing. And I bet he was lying about his foot. Yeah. Coatsy, are you all right? I'm alright. Doctor, you must go. Yes. Open the kitten. Alright. Promise me one thing before him, before our God, make sure my men are taken aboard never. I promise. Thank you. I...
3: <sighs> Close her eyes. Do you know the way out, Herr Badenhorst? I'll show you. One moment. I just need something from your idol. A bag of gold dust. (gasps) To defeat the Cybermen. I'm sure your good god would understand. Well, come on, let's not
1: dawdle.
7: start. As soon as they find out, I can't fob them off much longer. Report the state of the engines. Report. We are within 20 degrees of startup.
8: That does not concur with our reading. This dial reads engines
7: up to power. To hit the asteroid with sufficient force, the engines must be at maximum capacity. This is 20 degrees over the power required for normal operation. We will give you ten
1: more minutes,
8: then we must unstart up. What about Professor Kalman? If he is not back on board in ten minutes, please start without him. But that means... Yeah...
7: The end of the doctor as well!
3: Well, not exactly. I forgot to mark the exact spot, but I have an excellent sense of location and timing. The return beam should be collecting me in three, two, one. Oh, it could be a different cavern, I suppose. Let's try that one over there. What happens
7: if you miss this uh, dematerializer beam?
3: Well, then I don't get back to Nerva, and if I don't get back to Nerva, there'll be no-one there to stop the Cybermen. Meaning that everyone on this asteroid and on Nerva will die. Yes, I really can't miss it, otherwise we're all doomed. Well, no sign of it. There it is, quickly!
1: <laughs>
3: Goodbye, Horse, and good luck! right
8: <laughs> you told us that the doctor would return in 10 minutes he has not done so you
5: can hardly hold us responsible for that. He's a bit absent-minded, you see, apt
8: to get lost. Impossible. We have searched the entire station. You will come with us to the control room.
4: Me? Now look here, you can't take Anitra. Yes, why do you want her? Yes, she's not an astronaut. She wouldn't know how to run the ship.
8: She will remain our hostage if the doctor does not return to the control room in 20 minutes. She will be destroyed. What? Destroyed? By you?
4: Harry, careful! Stand
8: back. Remember you and your companions are expendable.
2: Please, do as he says. The doctor has to return soon, doesn't he? I hope so. Otherwise... Otherwise, it won't much matter what happens to me. Or any of us.
8: This way...
4: can't let this happen, Harry. Anitra saved my life. Our lives. Well, I'm
5: not keen on it myself, Sarah. But I'm not sure what else there is we can do.
4: Well, malingering in the sickbay is hardly helping the situation. Where
5: the hell's the doctor? Trust him to take off at a time of crisis.
4: That's not fair and you know it. There's plenty we can do. Better than just waiting and grouching. I've had an idea. You said the doctor found a control box for those cybermat things. Yes. Well, where did it end up?
5: Uh, draw by your bed, I think. Right then careful with that thing. We don't know how many more cybermats there are scattered around Nerva.
4: Exactly. Let's find out, shall we?
5: What? That plague's affected your head, old girl. Better give it to me, Sarah. Please.
4: Leave me alone, Harry. I know what I'm doing. Just keep watch.
3: Uh-oh. Sounds like Cyberman. To Come on. Come on.
2: One second. Why have
8: you stopped?
2: Oh, just need to catch my breath. I'm fine now.
8: What was that noise?
2: I didn't hear anything. This is an old station. It can creak a bit sometimes.
8: What is through here?
2: That's the crushing room for rubbish. I wouldn't go in. If the door closes, there's no way out.
3: Terribly useful hatsack isn't Shh. it? I was right. Shh. That asteroid is inhabited. I've managed to bring back some gold dust. Doctor, quiet! But don't Shh. you shush me, Harry Sullivan. I'm trying to save everyone's life. Doctor, over there! Ah, uh, Sarah, you're up. Very up. I thought beds were made for lying on, not standing.
4: I'm delighted to see you too, Doctor. But this isn't a good time.
3: Isn't it? Oh. Cybermats.
4: I have noticed. That's why I'm up here.
3: Is that their control box?
4: Yes, but it isn't doing a very good job of controlling them.
3: Sarah, try something else.
4: I'm trying. Nothing seems to make any difference. They're still coming for me.
5: Oh, no, they're coming for us, too, from the look of things.
4: Onto
3: the beds, Harry. uh...
4: Help me, Doctor. What What? do I
3: do? Well, there's an obvious logical sequence to turn them off. Red, green, blue, or some such. Hold it up. I've tried every
4: possible sequence. Nothing
1: works.
3: The main black control knob. Turn it as far as it will go, to the right. All right. Now, to press the first red button. It's done. Oh, it's no good, Doctor. But well, There's only one thing. The gold dust. We need that for the Cybermen. We
4: won't get to the Cybermen if we don't stop the Cybermen. A little optimism never hurt
3: anyone, Sarah. We need that control box over here. How good a throw have you?
4: Oh, lousy. I was always rotten at rounders.
1: Well,
3: we'll have a try anyway. Better throw it to Harry. Stand by. All right. What if I miss? Try not to. Take your time. Well, it was a good try. It can't have been more than about two meters wide. I knew it.
4: Oh, but it's you.
3: Although, it seems to have helped. Hey,
1: it's driven them wild.
3: I'm going to retrieve that box. I wouldn't, Doctor. Well, something's gone wrong with them. It's now or never. I learned quite a few tricks, you know, from Rudolf Murray. Got it. Ha ha! him now. done it. Marvelous work, Doctor. It was the best I could do. <laughs> the state Sarah left this controller in.
4: I'll aim for your heads next time. That
3: seems okay. Doctor, they've taken Anitra to the control room as
5: hostage. Yes, I thought I heard her as they went past. They said they'd kill her in 20 minutes. That makes 10 minutes to go by my watch. You've got to go, Doctor. Hang on. I've
4: got an idea.
8: The doctor has not returned.
2: The 20 minutes aren't up yet.
8: There are exactly 50 seconds to go. My order must be carried out. At 1600 hours exactly, you will be destroyed. No! Do not attempt to escape. It is pointless.
2: Stop pointing that gun at me. There are still 40 seconds. If I try the tanoi, Doctor? doctor? Doctor, can you hear me? Are you aboard Nerva? Please answer me, where
3: are you? Take aim! I'm right here! (sighs) Oh, don't you know you're supposed to catch a woman if she faints? I suppose (laughs) not. You're a Cyberman, not a gentleman. I've got some smelling salts somewhere.
8: Where is Professor Kellman? Ah,
3: good question! And I'm not quite sure. Let's say he's been unavoidably detained. Held up as well. Well? I don't know. Down there. He became a little overloaded with gold. Couldn't make it back in time. If that is so, he was a traitor to us. He knows why
8: we are destroying the asteroid. To eliminate the last major source of the metal. He will be destroyed with it. You will take his place as our scientific advisor.
3: (sighs) What has been happening here? Complications? Oh, just complications, Commander. Do carry on. Right, well, the engines are now at a
7: full capacity. They can be controlled entirely from this room. I demand that you let us leave as per our agreement. We will test the engines first. When our course is set for the asteroid at full velocity, then we shall consider what to do with you. We made a pact! You gave me your word! Pact? Word? I do not understand. These are
8: purely humanoid concepts. Cybermen understand only pure logic, which states that we keep you with us as long as possible. Why
3: you, Commander, don't do
8: anything, Rash. Of course. You must check our course. Are we on target to hit the asteroid? Left of center, the
7: area of the main peak? Uh, maximum power using all fuel resources. You should strike the peak in 25 minutes from startup at a velocity of about 10,000 light units.
8: You will start up the engines
3: now. I do as he says, Commander.
5: Well, they've certainly widened these ducts since the last time we were here.
4: And you think you can heave your vast bulk through there? I
5: could practically walk it. You certainly could. You've finished with those cyber mats yet?
4: Nearly. Just have to remove one final piece. Ah, there we go. The last of the plague virus. Oh, I can still feel it.
5: Now, just make sure you wash your hands.
4: I was going to. You can never switch off that medical training, can you?
5: Uh, And for Pete's sake, cover that gold dust up. It's all well and good disabling the cameras and the speakers, but if we get a Cyberman down here to find out why there's no sound or picture on their console and he sees that... They've
4: other things on their tiny minds right now. Here, hold Charlie here, will you? Mm. The last one. Right you are. Nice and tight. Getting the gold dust in the virus reservoir isn't the easiest thing in the world. Mm, Done.
5: Won't it affect the little monster?
4: Not inside the container. At least not until it's done its job. Then it might be better if it was affected, if you see what I mean.
5: I hope the doctor's reprogramming works. (coughs) I did it. Yes.
4: They're programmed to home in on Cybermen brain static rather than our brain waves.
5: I understand all that, but that doesn't answer my question. Suppose they don't quite work.
4: They'll work. And I've got the Nerva plans to follow if I have to help them along.
7: Move away from the controls. I have to adjust the output. Reduce the power. You see here? That arrow tipping into the red, that means hazardous. Step back or you will be destroyed. And I'll be destroyed if I don't turn it down. Step back. Very well. You don't give me much choice. Oh.
4: <sighs> We're on the move you'd better get going.
5: Of course. Straight to the gyro room and adjust the thing to nudge us off course. (sighs) Room's rocking so much it's like being back at sea. Getting almost nostalgic.
4: Never mind that now, Harry.
5: Okay. I'm off. I'll whistle when I reach the gyro room two whistles when I've adjusted the course.
4: What are you planning on whistling when the sidemen come for us? Colonel Bogie?
5: When I do that first whistle, you turn on the control, put the first cybernack inside here, and start praying. Right?
4: Right. And I really hope we don't need to rely on prayers. Harry? Okay, where's that control box?
5: Right, so gyro room.
4: All right, that's our cue. Now, don't you boys let me down. Oh, come on, come on, move. Down the duct, please. There we go.
5: So, gyro controls. Let's try this. That seems to have done the trick.
3: Doctor? Yes, I've noticed. I think our friends have been busy. Our course has altered. You have done this?
7: I don't know what you're talking about.
8: No! No! Silence! You will take over. You have just 60 seconds to bring us back.
5: Sarah, no? Let's hope she can hear me.
4: Alright, looks like it's showtime. Right, let's get the rest of you underway.
7: You see that dial?
8: There, look. It's now reading Extreme Hazard. You've got to let me... You will do nothing. <laughs>
0: What
7: was that noise? Uh, I, I think it came from that duct. What? cyberman! <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, why? <laughs> well, you don't need your gun anymore. Thank you.
2: What happened? Careful, Commander. You need to recover.
8: Impossible! I have made the calculations. We must have changed course. No, there has been no change in course. On this direction we shall miss the asteroid by several miles. My calculations cannot be wrong.
3: When you set the course. I'm merely following it. I suppose even Cybermen make mistakes.
8: There was no error. Select internal video picture of gyro room. Yes, leader. There is the course. That should just about do it. Your fellow human. His name's Harry. His name is irrelevant. Go to the gyro room and destroy him. Yes, leader. Harry, watch out.
3: This is Simon
8: Cease your communication. Temper, temper. For this treachery, nobody leaves. Never. You will all be destroyed with us.
5: Right. Somewhere to hide. Uh, Keep back. I've got a hammer. Well, that's got rid of him. Lester, your timing's impeccable. Keep an eye on the door. Do you want its gun? Not just now. I've got to smash this gyro device. No! Leave it. Are you mad? It won't make any difference. The course will be locked down to the control room. But we've got less than five minutes before impact. All the more
7: reason not to damage our only chance of steering clear. Uh, Well, what else can we do? You use that one's gun and join me. Together we can take the control room. Now, come on!
2: We're getting really close to the
3: asteroid. Yes, not any other day. It'll probably be quite an impressive (laughs) view.
1: What is happening?
3: Someone set your cyber mats against you. Oh. oh,
2: good shot! Doctor, this is hardly the time to pay him compliments. Oh, Who
3: did this, is you? Oh? Don't look at me. I've been here the whole
4: time. Sarah. Oh thank goodness it's you. I thought it was one of the Cybermen coming back.
7: What's happening in the control room?
4: I just killed one of the Cybermen with a Cyberman. Take a look through the window.
7: Oh, good work.
4: Oh, unfortunately, it got destroyed after that. Still,
7: only one to
5: go. But that one happens to be the Cyberleader himself. It's more than a match for all of us.
4: How long have we got?
5: I make it three minutes to impact.
4: Then we've no choice, have we? We have to rush him. All right.
5: But you'd better hang back.
4: What? Of all the chauvinists... Uh, we've only got two guns,
5: Harry. Just aim and pull the trigger. Right. Look. Not... I'll go in first. Good luck. If he survives me, you'll be nervous last hope, Harry.
3: Uh, not long now! At this level of acceleration, we may not be able to stop. Hold tight! Get back! Hit the floor! You cannot destroy me! Lester! Don't worry! Nobody's shooting straight in these conditions. Ah! Oh, but maybe we can get a little help from a broken Cybermat. Careful! What are you doing with that thing? Whoa! Oh, just a little sonic agitation for one last attack. Go! Dead in boy! <laughs> Dr. Harry, get back!
1: You will be destroyed! You first, old chap! <laughs> no! I will... ...so...
3: Not today, old boy. Oh, no need for another shot, Harry. <laughs> the gold dust from that cybernet is doing its work. Stop
1: <laughs> now.
3: Let's see what I can do with these controls before we crash into that asteroid.
7: There's only one chance. Fire the retro.
3: Not yet. We'll never slow her now.
4: Blimey! Hadn't we better slam her into reverse or something?
3: Ninety seconds to go.
4: Fire the rockets. Not yet. Trust me. Don't You better know what you're doing.
3: Prettiest looking thing, is it? All scarred and crittered I can think of nicer places to end up. So try to make sure we don't end up there, then. Sixty seconds. Now, Doctor? No!
2: Doctor, we're losing some of the outer rim. Anything important? Not immediately, life
7: threatening but... Ah, uh, well then, what are you worried about? Doctor, for goodness sake! Thirty uh, seconds! We're gonna hit fire the right track. Fire them now! I said Wait!
1: seconds
3: We're back in space. of course we are. Where else would we be?
4: What happened, Doctor? Doctor? Hello?
3: Hmm? Oh, nothing much. We just bounced a little off the atmosphere. We did what, a little? Well, bounce, you know, like skimming a stone on a pond.
4: You know, Doctor, I think you really enjoyed that.
3: Oh, you know, Sarah, I believe I did. (laughs) Here, Commander, this is rightfully your place.
7: Thank you, Doctor. I suppose I should just get his back into position.
3: And Lester, you're looking a little better, I see. Uh yes. I think the cyber
2: leader just winged him.
7: Wonderful. Feel well enough to man the engines, John? Well enough. If you'll help me, Anitra.
2: Of course. Here. Come on, that's it. You were lucky the station was rocking so much. If that cyber leader's aim had been better, you'd be a goner. Yeah, I know. Like we've been forgotten about?
3: Why, but the situation has been saved. Time we were off. Are you going? Oh, yes.
2: How can we ever thank you?
3: Yes, Doctor, what can we do? Well, two things. One, there's the colony of forgotten men I found on that asteroid. They need help fast.
7: We can use a rocket. We'll land and take
3: them off. They can help crew
7: Nerva until we're relieved.
3: What else? Well, you could tell me where you stashed the TARDIS. My time machine. A big blue box. That thing? That thing? It's in my cabin. Your cabin? Well,
7: that explains why we never came across it. Why there? Well, I I took it for some form of...
3: convenience. You thought it was some form of what?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Convenience, you know. uh, I know what it means. Well, I suppose it does look a little bit like one. It looks
3: like nothing of the sort, Sarah. That's what I thought it was anyway, but I never could get that darn door open. Well, thank heaven for small <laughs> mercies. Come along, Sarah. Harry, I ask. What do you mean when you say convenience? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I can say is that whilst this has all been lovely,
3: I wouldn't mind going home for a bit.
4: Oh, don't be a drip, Harry. We've a whole universe to explore. What's that beeping?
3: I think something's cooked. It's that thing? <laughs> what is it? It's the space-time telegraph. I gave it to the brigadier to call me in case of emergencies.
4: So we're going home? Looks like you're getting your wish, Harry.
5: It does rather, doesn't it? But if it's an emergency, doesn't that suggest trouble? It
3: does, doesn't it? Hold on to your hats. This might be a bumpy ride.
0: To Doctor Who The Lost Stories Return of the Cybermen By Gerry Davis Adapted by John Dorney Starring Tom Baker as the Doctor With Sadie Miller as Sarah Jane Smith And Christopher Naylor as Harry Sullivan Commander Stevenson and Peterson were played by Nicholas Asbury Kelman, Nicholas Grace Anitra and Coatsy, Amanda Shadeko Bill Lester and Bardenhorst Robert Whitelock Warner, Cyberleader and Cybermen, Nicholas Briggs. Sound design, music and script editing by Nicholas Briggs. Producer, David Richardson. Director, Nicholas Briggs. Executive Producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Hay Gallery. And you may like to know that there are two Doctor Who exhibitions, one in Longleat House near Warminster, Wiltshire, and the other on Blackpool's Golden Mile. But since I'm making this announcement from 1975, they've probably closed by now. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I am the director and script editor of Return of the Cybermen. Well,
3: that's more like it. Back on good old space station, Nova.
0: So all we have to do now is find the TARDIS. it's still here. What?
4: Have they done this place up?
0: Mm, it does look a little different, doesn't it? Well, any fellow Doctor Who fans who have ever encountered me in any way will know that Revenge of the Cybermen is one of my very favourite Doctor Who stories for totally irrational reasons. It was so important to me when I was, I don't know, 13 years old. I tape-recorded it so I had the sound. I've listened to that wonderful Carrie Blyton music and, you know, sort of know it Mm -hmm. off by heart. Carry the bombs to the nose cone. Anyway, so it's just hugely uh, significant for me. So when the opportunity to direct and work on Return of the Cybermen came up, I grabbed it with both hands, really. I'm John Duganee, and I adapted Return of the Cybermen. Return of the
7: Cybermen is a really interesting script, because it is, on the surface, quite similarly plotted to Revenge of the Cybermen. But the actual nuts and bolts of it are very different. I remember reading a version of it about 20 years ago, when it was discovered and found in fanzines, and even at the time, being struck by how much does that there. it's
3: fascinating as a historical document and, but it's also a really solid piece anyway I think hello everybody Tom Baker here will uh, be destroyed oh no we won't but what's that one doing getting something off his chest unit <laughs> I mean I'll go again <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh, I'm getting something <laughs> off my
1: chest
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I suddenly <laughs> as I said it. maybe it's a joke yes. <laughs> (laughs) Is it a joke? No. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, it's just good politics, isn't it, from you fellows, You've got a script there that was disappointing at one time. You rejigged it, very amusingly, on a subject that the diehard fans adore, don't they? It's very interesting. I wouldn't have thought myself that the cybermen are all that amusing, but... Actually, listening to the boys this afternoon, it is more fun, yes.
4: My name is Sadie Miller, and I'm playing Sarah Jane Smith. I'm the Sarah Jane Smith stand-in, really, for my mum, Elizabeth Sladen, who sadly can't can't do it herself.
3: I thought beds were made for lying on, not standing.
4: I'm delighted to see you too, Doctor, but this isn't a good time.
3: Ah, uh, well, isn't it? Uh,
4: ah! Ah! Cybermats! I have noticed. That's why I'm up here.
3: Uh, is that their control box?
4: Yes, but it isn't doing a very good job of controlling them. Sarah, try something else. I'm trying. Lovely. When Big Finished approached me to do Sarah Jane for this story, I was very nervous, really, just because it's such an iconic character and anything to do with Sarah Jane and Doctor Who I always think about what mum would want to do and big Finish were very kind and let me ask my dad first if it would be all right and he said that he thought it would be so we went from there really but very exciting and once i i got the script it was just i thought it you know it's a brilliant story and just excited to get cracking with it really
3: liz sladen's daughter's here with us it's very joyful but at the same time it's very moving for those of us who knew her very well not everybody knew her same way as we did yes but it's so lovely to well i suppose a reincarnation of her darling mother and she has some of her mother's lovely characteristics we're so happy to be with her and she's just warmly embraced me in the way her mother used to
4: the recording process is is really good fun and it's lovely always to hear tom do his thing and be his cheeky naughty self really and just to have it all come to life really and even though you're all very separate in your own little corner i think there's a lovely camaraderie about it and it doesn't really feel like you should be getting paid for it it feels a bit of a cheek really
5: (laughs) i'm christopher naylor and i play harry sullivan right
0: good okay let's do another one She will be destroyed. What? Destroyed? By you? Harry, careful.
8: Stand back, remember you and your companions are expendable.
5: Anybody who knew me when I was uh, a boy (laughs) will remember how much I uh, I loved Doctor Who, and particularly, you know, I was two when Tom started doing it, so he he was there in my living room, along with... Uh, Ian Martyr and Elizabeth Slayton and, uh, and so it's quite extraordinary to me to find myself here it really is uh, one of those things I think can only really happen in the acting profession where you get to <laughs> you get to work with your childhood hero uh, it's extraordinary and, and to play this part I love it I, mean, he's, he's, I think he's a, a wonderful character Harry he's, uh, he's a true hero he's brave but he's also human he's scared and there's a lot of uh a lot of humanity in there, a lot to explore.
2: My name is Amanda and I play Anitra slash Coetzee. Anitra is a scientist, so she's, she's obviously very smart, she knows what she's doing, she has her own operation. So just coming in with the sense of like knowing who she is as a person, she's very strong, but also being one of the few females in this, just trying to have a balance and finding her
7: own feet.
1: Coetzee!
9: Why, you traitor, Kilmer? have this!
2: (laughs) Coetzee is kind of a leader. She is very determined. She doesn't take any rubbish from anyone. She knows her place and she's willing to fight you on that, so just tolerates nothing from from anyone. She's got a group of people behind her back and she's got to support them and take them through. So there's a responsibility there. She won't allow anyone to undermine her and she will get the truth from you. Um, So just find that strong will within me.
7: My name's Nicholas Asbury and I'm playing Stevenson. I actually did something slightly different with Stevenson. I made him a little bit slightly sort of harder and a little bit rougher because I just felt in reading him that he was. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I suspect in 1974 or whenever it was, he was probably slightly more clipped and a little bit RP because he was the commander. But I just felt he was a bit tougher and, and rougher than that. So I just made him a little bit more, a bit flatter. And I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying exploring that with Stevenson. And uh, and he's a good man and he's trying his best. You know. Nicholas Grace, I play
6: Kelman. He was a chemist and he was one of the few surviving uh, scientists on NERVA, this uh, space station. A lot of the other scientists were killed off or um, had left the station to go elsewhere. So Kelman just has that slight idiosyncrasy. You're not, well, that's the wrong word, but he's not quite sure what kind of person he is. He's uh, idiosyncratic would be the right adjective, but he's also a little bit sinister because he's detached from everyone else, but they need him because he does have the brains within this environment on Nerva. And so um, duplicity is an important word for him, but as the listener, we're not quite sure which side he's
3: fighting for. Okay, thank you. You know, this place is beginning to look interesting, very interesting.
5: More so than the Mari Celeste? Oh,
3: much more. This really is a
4: mystery. Let's explore.
3: Still want to stay?
4: What I've just seen, not on your life.
0: <laughs> okay. good. It sounded great, Sadie, by the way. Oh. Mm. It's really nice.
5: I'm just so glad that this has happened and that you've been able to, to do this and Sadie was, you know, happy to do it. So hearing her and Tom together and and hearing her voice is so like her mother's. Uh, There's something very moving about it. It's absolutely lovely. So um, I'm just thrilled that you've been able to do it.
0: It has been quite emotional to work on this because of my connection with that era, just in terms of the age of when I first saw it. But particularly with uh, Sadie's performance as Sarah Jane Smith. The part of Sarah is not awfully well served in this episode, which is a shame because it's the first time we got Sadie in, Sadie is Liz's daughter, to come and play the part And she'd clearly studied her mum, but also, you know, she has a vocal similarity to her mum's. What she's doing doesn't sound exactly like it, but then suddenly there are these moments where she just says, I'm Sarah, and there's just something in her ass in the way she... It's just... um, It's incredibly magical moments. And, you know, I, I wouldn't ever presume to say that I was a friend of Liz Sladen's, but I knew her relatively well as an acquaintance and professionally and to see her and chat to her you know if I was ever in a situation she was there we would always have a good natter and uh, and at events and things I remember several times having meals with her and and so I was able to talk to Sadie about you know my um, feelings about her mum which which I I think Sadie enjoyed you know I just wanted to I wanted to say how sorry I was she'd gone, and you know, and how great it was that Sadie had decided to to come and join us and and sort of pay tribute to her mother's brilliant performance, because many of us of my age, in spite of all the other brilliant actors who played companions in Doctor Who, we kind of think that Liz Sladen was the best. She just made so much of something that was rather sparsely written, and I think Sadie is is showing the same gift here.
4: The fans of Doctor Who have always been so kind and generous to me and to my family, really. Um, it was always a part of my life growing up. I was never not not aware of it. People talked to me about it in the playground and things. So even from being a very young child, I remember. But, yeah, people have always been so kind and letting us kind of come along for the ride, really, through conventions and then things like Big Finish. People have always been very welcoming. Obviously, after Mum, Mum passed away, the outpouring of love for her has been it's been lovely really so they've always been been great
0: hello nick briggs here here i am at the end of 2020 and i'm busy working on the sound design and music for return of the cybermen it's ages since i've done sound design and music because as executive producer i'm just kind of too busy for the um, very intricate and um, detailed process of sound design whereas I do manage to do music which I'm really pleased about but this time around because I have such a connection with that first Tom Baker season because you know I was in my early teens when it was on so it was just has a magical quality for me. So I just said to David Richardson, I think, you know, since we've got a a long lead time on this one, I'd really like to spend the year in the background behind all my other work, doing the sound design and the music for this. And uh, that's what I've been doing. Funnily enough in this score, there's not an awful lot of synthesizer stuff you know all the sounds are samples of real instruments but there is one particular synthesizer sound I've used a real sort of low fuzzy noise that is a bit more like the kind of thing Dudley Simpson would have used in his composition but also there were some synthesizer parts added to the score for Revenge of the Cybermen at the behest of the producer Philip Hinchcliffe And I think that uh, Carrie Blyton and Peter Howell of the Radiophonic Workshop worked together in a session to sort of add more of that into his score. So I felt that I could echo the score of Revenge by employing some synthesizer sounds as well. I've nearly finished episode two with the music now, and so I don't anticipate bringing in any more synthesizer sounds, but maybe I will, but I'm very pleased with the one I've got. It's a really old-fashioned monophonic valve synthesizer sound. Oh, hang on, though. I have uh, just remembered that there is another synthesizer sound. For any synthesizer enthusiasts out there listening to this, I've just got to look at the... Well, first of all, I used a bit of my Roland SH-101, a bit of it, all of it, for some... of. There's a weird noise when the Cybermen first appear that goes... <laughs> And the other synthesizer I've used is uh, a Model D, which is a sort of um, a modern copy of a, a particular kind of Moog synthesizer, which has all sorts of gorgeous, very basic, lovely sounds. And I've used that with some, there's a particular piece where there's a sort of bass noise that goes <laughs> with some drums. And uh, then there's another uh, sort of some very strange high-pitched, whiny noises from it. Uh, and um, when Harry first witnesses the cyber plague on someone's neck, that I just wanted a sort of a viral kind of sound, as this very sort of flat, thin. Th- th- Noise that's, that's this is how I do my music. I make the noises, then I try and get the instruments to do it. Uh, yeah, the, you just hear that just when he first notices the um, the pattern on the, the neck of uh, Commander Warner. So, that was a quick tour of the synthesizer use in Return of the Cybermen. <laughs> I don't feel an extra pressure, only that it's something that I haven't been familiar with with doing for some time but it's you know the old expression of getting back on a bike after years and years you may be a bit unsteady to start with but it's not like I've been away from editing and sound design because I've been doing the podcast for ages and it's just been exciting really I haven't had time to feel pressure about it I'm just excited about it.